come off the bed about 20 minutes ago. Mm. Two young ones, and uh, that's it. The day's done. They've let me. They let me carry on with my own life, but between now and twelve, <laughs> before yeah, I been them, been there. My days are over now for that. Oh, good. Oh, yours growing up. Uh, well, one is yes. Okay. I've only got one. I've that's divorced. Good. That's good. That's good. So, uh, not the divorce. It is. It is good. It's um. So, well, I always like to start an interview by sticking my foot right in it. That's that's my that's my deal. <laughs> um, I saw that thing in the newspaper, and um, I spoke to one of my mutual friends, Christopher Turner. Oh yeah. And you know, and also a good friend as well of uh, Paul. Paul. Uh, Sinclair, and I said I want to talk to this guy because doing the Beast of Britain thing. How come I've never talked to this guy? And of course, as you mentioned with the papers, there's always a hatchet job. That's yeah. that's the format, you know. If mm. it was anything similar to a normal experience, then nobody would read it because there's no sensationalism, is there? No, yeah, they uh, they embellished it a bit, didn't they? I think. Well, they did on my part, anyway. You've got to look. And they've got to make make things look a bit out there. I did one. Um, I did a piece. It wasn't in the paper. I've been passing a few things to a guy in the Daily Star, and he's been very good, very very true to form about it. And uh, it was about the Box Hill Ape. And just passed on the story. I've been there. I investigated it. Yeah. Within a week, uh, a magazine called Get Sorry, an online magazine, copied the article but made me the witness. Right. So of course now I've got to deal with telling everyone I'm not the witness I'm not the witness <laughs> I just want to check it out yeah. now if you think of the kind of readership the Daily Star has online as well and something like Get Surrey has like a local online rag every time that story hits any site in the internet it's always the Get Surrey one it's always yeah. the I was the witness one not the <laughs> I went to check out this site and, and I just thought you know it'd be nice to give people a little background as to what happened to you what you saw also you know as many people in your position you've gone on to to make it your your work your 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 passion to research it's passion and, really yeah and to find out about it mm. uh, where do you want us that wherever is comfortable for you it's, it's casual it's a chat it's not really an interview it's like um it's like a lowbrow low-key low-tech endeavor <laughs> what do you do then <laughs> Edit this later, or no, how don't do even edit. It? It's just a conversation. I don't even edit. Goes straight onto YouTube. I might clip off the beginning or something, but yeah. generally speaking, I just pop it up there. It's just us having a chat. It's just plain, simple, regular. They don't edit bits. They get everything. If we cough, somebody farts. It's in there. <laughs> <laughs> I like your style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I don't know how to start, to be honest. I suppose start at the beginning, really. Yeah. Uh, got into this when I was about 14. Um, saw a programme on Bigfoot. I mean, we only had three TV channels then. Um, yeah. I was, it was 1980, I was 14. And uh, it was on for an hour, and it was about, I think, five different encounters from America. Oh, yeah. And I was just... Absolutely blown away. Absolutely, I just couldn't get enough of this. 
Anyway, uh, like I, I tried following it up in the library, and then there was absolutely no books, no media like we have now. And trying to follow these things up when you were a kid and getting mm-hmm. older, there was just nothing in libraries at all. Uh, then the Unexplained magazine came out. Uh, I think it was about a few months later, about six, seven months, eight, whatever, whatever time it was. So I subscribed to that, and then I've never looked back. Um, obviously, over the years, with having a family, I had to put it on hold. Um, I won't say too much, but uh, somebody says I was um, imagining things and I shouldn't be doing this and yeah. reading stuff like that. Anyway, not because of that I'm divorced, but other things. But anyway, finally divorced. And uh, 10 years ago, after my divorce, well, it's going on for 11 now. Uh, I said, wow, that's it. Well, you know, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Uh, got hold of a few stories, local stories, started investigating them. And then uh, I heard about Paul Sinclair. So then I contacted him. Uh, we've done investigations together. Uh, obviously, he's gone on to do other things. I've gone on to do other things. Mainly, I'm in the background, really. And uh, that's really where I am, really. I just keep doing it, plodding it along. Yeah. Uh, people contact me, papers contact me. I've done all sorts of podcasts, been on Vic Cundiff show, all sorts. So uh, that's that's basically me. That's, that's your everyday. Sorry, I've been trying to get funding, to be honest. Um, I'm just trying to try and get out a bit more than I, than I can. No. Uh, with being single, living on my own. Um, yeah, it does take its toll. I've got one wage coming in, and that's it. Like, so I've I've tried also to get funding. Yeah, I went down that route at the beginning, and what I found generally is it's especially today in in, in today's world on the internet. Most people they just want the content. They just put the content out there. I did. I wasn't very comfortable with it. I did one of those coffee, uh, coffee, coffee dot com things. You buy somebody a coffee and. People can donate that oh, way. It's like two yes. pounds, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I did it for about a month. So I just thought, you mm. know what? It, it's you know, unless you've got like twenty, thirty thousand followers or something, mm. it's it's useless. Sell some merch. I got some merchandise. I'm probably sold about three t-shirts ever. You know, yeah. two of which I probably bought myself. You know, and gave to people. <laughs> so it just doesn't work that way. I just, I mean, for me personally, it's never worked that way. I know people are very good at it with some of the documentaries. I just thought that's it. You get out when you can get out. And people start to come with you because they, they start to, to know you. Mm. But what's interesting to me is is this sighting you had, basically, because Which from one? the article they wrote, I, uh, the, the first, oh, the first one, one. The one that got you into it, yeah. uh, from the article you wrote, I couldn't, they wrote, I couldn't tell whether it was more like a, a wolf man or a wolf creature well, because of the way they framed it. Yeah, I'm not very good at drawing, but... It, it, to be honest, um, it was in 1990 and it was October. I'll cut a long story short, but I was trying to get from Hull, East Hull, where I lived at the time. I was married at the time. I was trying to get into Auntie where I worked. Uh, we only had one car. She wanted the car the next day and we started arguing over it. So a friend of mine says, you know, why don't you come down and stop in there? We've got a spare bedroom. So I thought I'll walk on the, walk on the night instead of the morning. Um, I used to do a lot of backpacking. That's why I used to get out a lot. And, yeah. um, I thought, oh, what take me long? And that's when the incident happened. I was just outside Atfield uh, when it happened. It was roughly around about seven, eight o'clock time. Um, 
like you say, I'm no good at drawing, but this thing was... I mean, it followed me down an edge, and I thought it was a cow at first, and I thought it was a deer, then I thought, hold on, I can only see these back legs. Yeah. Um, I don't know what bushes they are, but the hedging, it was quite, I don't know, about five and a half, six foot hedging, but you could see underneath it, so you could actually see. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, what the heck is it? Then I thought, well, there's no front legs. I thought, what the? And that's with that, I saw a gate hole coming up, and uh, I thought, well, I'll find out in a minute. Then with that, the car, this car come up, and uh, I stepped into the edge, let the car go by. With that, the car stopped, reversed back, and it was my mate in in the car. And uh, so, you know, he shouted, what are you doing here? I said, come into, you know, come into yours. And I uh, got in the car, and just as I got in the car, I looked over, and there it was, stood there, just stood in this gate hole. But it was real mm-hmm. thin. You could see its ribs. It was like it was mm-hmm. um, underfed. Mm-hmm. I reckon it was about six foot maybe just under it was, seemed to be stooping a bit so i reckon there could be going on about a six foot mark maybe a bit like like you say a bit under but it was yeah. so thin it was like it was underfed like it was you know virtually on death mm. you could see it's ribs and everything rib cage and all like that and i said to my mate rob i said rob 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 look look and they looked like that time he looked like we would have gone yeah. Uh, it was a bit of a madhead. Uh, it was Rob on, on, on the petrol type of thing. And was, uh, we kept arguing. I said, look, Rob, there was a dog stood there. And he, was, yeah. he kept saying, Cole, stop. Come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like any mate. Yeah. <laughs> say, Come on, me, what do you so. mean there was a dog stood there? <laughs> but isn't it odd? Um, I mean, I'd ask you about how it looks, you know, the, the finer details and stuff, but isn't it odd that essentially you were sort of being stalked by a very unusual creature that was starving or emaciated? Yeah. Do you ever feel that that was, you were a target because of that, or it was checking you out to see if you were viable because of its condition? Yeah, I don't know, but I said to Paul, I had a, I wasn't scared. Well, to be honest, you've got to think of the frame of mind. Um, at the time, then, if, if you would have said there was like werewolves or Bigfoot in yeah. Britain, things like that, I would have, I would have laughed because everything I'd have read yeah. ever since then it was all American based. North America, yeah. Or, you know, the, the Yeti in, you know, uh, the Yowie in Australia, things like that. So there was, I've read nothing about um, anything in England at the time, only maybe 1500s. Yeah. We had forests. So if if you said then there was something like a, a werewolf in Britain, I'd have just laughed. I said, ah, you know. So you had to think the type of frame of mind I was in. So I just couldn't get my head around what I'd seen. And uh, I did start getting nightmares, and I had them for about years. Uh, not every week. Sometimes I'd, I'd have them a couple of nights running, then they'd go away and come back. I kept having these nightmares I was walking up that road and I got to the gate hole and this thing was stood there and it mm. jumped over and it just started ripping me to bits and that's when oh I woke up before I died <laughs> um, but if it was stalking me but I said to Paul when, when Paul was asking me about it I said it's a strange thing I didn't feel scared and I felt like I knew it I don't now I don't know where that's coming from yeah uh, but, but I felt a connection if that's the right word but I've never been able to explain why I've you know Beyond me, but um, like I say, after that, I just had nightmares. But my second one was like Arnold Schwarzenegger, my second sighting. It was different again, totally same, same, same area, 
Um, roughly the same area. It was about a mile and a half away. And that was in 2015. Um, and by this point, you're actively looking for them. Yeah, I was actually. Yeah. Years later, yeah. Yeah. I was doing a bit of like wildlife photography in between. Mm. I, I put a few pictures of these because I'm. Um, I said, well, I got a credit card to get um, better lenses and a better camera and everything because I was looking for these things. Uh, and they ended up taking wildlife pictures. But I've been doing this woods, and uh, I can't mention the woods. It's private. Uh, they're not far from the location, though. Mm. And like I say, when the second thing that come down this edge, um, when I got actually a glimpse of it, it was like the Arnold Schwarzenegger of mm-hmm. Dogman. But the stench was unbelievable. Mm. Wet dog, urine type of smell. It was, oh, you'll never forget it. And I have smelled it since. Mm. Uh, I was up doing, well, I used to have a, I don't know if you know, I used to have a four before. Uh, I put some extra lights on, two dash cams. Um, I put a, a scanner in. Uh, all sorts of bloody gear I had it. And I used to go out. Um, I made a pact with myself to do it at least one night a week if I could. Uh, I have to go after 12 o'clock and spend at least one hour. That was my mm-hmm. pact. And I did it virtually nearly every week for three years. And I was down with Cowder, and I can't remember that. I can get my diary out because I used to write in the uh-huh. night or whatever. And uh, one time I was down Cowder, and Cowder Lane. I was coming down there. I just finished being going all the way around Dornsey. I've been all over. Um, Gox Hill, I've been up there. I don't know if you know the area. And... Um, I, just, I was just coming back home. I just cut through on sea. It was about four o'clock in the morning. I've been out since about uh, half past one. I was just coming down Cowden Lane. I put all my lights on and I was just going really slow. All the windows was down. And I just got this smell. Oh, that's putrid. And I kept thinking, where have I smelled that? Where, and you're hmm. slowly driving along. And I must have got half a mile up this road. I thought, you idiot. So I turned around like and gone back and the smell had totally gone. I used to have a big search light and I was just mm. couldn't see anything, but the smell had gone. I kicked myself something stupid. <laughs> Wait, it's, and I'm sure you did. And being in those situations sometimes, it, it's it's funny to me how um it happens to lots of researchers constantly. Mm. How almost they've been put off the scent, pardon the pun, when they've been very close, almost like they these obvious signs have not seemed like anything to them. So, I actually, you know, um, let's just head away from here suddenly. You know, it stinks around <laughs> here. And then they've kind of headed off and then thought, wait a minute. It I don't know if Paul St. Clair's done that. But yeah. Dan's Dyke was telling me. <laughs> yeah, it went in the opposite direction. Then he yeah. clicked later on. Damn, what was he doing? What have Hang I done? Hang on a sec. <laughs> Why am I going away? Yeah. Um, I think Neil Young and, you know, is it Robson? They, he played me, yeah, he played me like an infrasound, possible infrasound capture. Is he still doing it, Neil Young? Uh, I don't know, actually. So I haven't spoken to him for, for a while. Because he's I not haven't, on my Facebook anymore. I haven't spoken to him for maybe over a year, but we used to chat sort of when I started doing this a bit more seriously in the early days, and he sent me this, like, good recording, like, mm. low 20HC, sort of a, a grumble, you know, sort of a right. infrasound thing. Or something like that. Anyway, it was it was at the proper level, so So he said, "Yeah, we were there. Uh, we were in this well-known hotspot, and then you know we just felt like we were uncomfortable. We didn't want to stay there. We wanted to get out. So we went and slept in the car. 
left the recorder there, came back in the morning, and there was this possible infrasound. I said to him, could it be possible that it was the infrasound that sent you away? You just didn't know it. That's how it works. If if it does exist in that sense. Yeah, uh, you felt right. that. You thought, oh, I'm not comfortable here. I'll just go away from this area like you're supposed to. <laughs> and then you bug it off from the hotspot as a researcher and came back the next morning. And you've got your, you know, your, your recording, which is great. You could have had your sighting as well. And I think it happens a lot. I think it must happen so naturally when it happens. It's not like we're talking about it now. It's an obvious decision. Your just mind is just guided in a certain way. You say, oh, yeah, you know what? Let's head out, shall we? Let's all go. Mm. And then when you review later, like the smell, that's when it becomes clear to you, oh, actually, that's, that's what I was out there bloody looking for. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Fair Dude, enough. I just put my, yeah, I can put my finger on it. Wow, have yeah. I smelled that before? Like... Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah, strange. it happens. But you kick yourself a lot. I've, tons of times I think I should have took a picture there and... Yeah, but yeah, it's the way it goes, isn't it? and then I'm like you say, I'm sure thousands of um, researchers have done the same thing. Yeah. Just, just head it out, and maybe that instinct in the in your um, that self-preservation instinct was doing its job. Yeah, know, and saying, "Get out now!" Mm. Just um, you know, toddle on, uh, and that, that that'll be. The last of it, and we'll we'll let you know what you captured on camera in the morning. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got the real cameras out to me. This, this yeah, I've never caught. Um, the Schwarzenegger one. Tell me about the description of the first one, the the skinny one, and then the the Schwarzenegger one. What what? Was um, the, face, the first one, like the, I said, um, like I said, I think it was about six foot. It was, yeah. it was stupid. It's hard to tell in it what how, the height, mm-hmm. but it was just it was definitely a dog. Um, stood up right, but thin. The, the most I remember of it, it you can see its ribs rib cage and that's what s- struck me detail, yeah, yeah. and it was stood upright and I wasn't sure if it was a dog just laying on the, the but it wasn't it was away from the fence and it stood there and I definitely saw two legs if you call it that paws walking down that you know down the field under the because it was a full moon and I was glad of the full moon at the time because uh, it just lit the place up like a like it was daylight, it was that bright mm-hmm. on the night. It was quite good actually, because I didn't have a torch with me anyway. But um, yeah, the first one was really thin, but the second one, um, I, did, I didn't mention this, but I was, I was doing the, I've been doing these woods, and I got permission from the owner, and I've been doing it for about a month. Anyway, this was um, it was a Saturday. Was it a Saturday? Yeah, it was a Saturday, twenty seventh of September. It was a Saturday, and um, that one, sorry. I think it was a Saturday or Sunday. I'm sure it was a Saturday. I can't remember the, the day. I know it was the 27th. Anyway, I got down there late because I've been going in these woods with early hours. Um, I don't know if uh, you've done woods on your own. Mm. Uh, it's like, <laughs> funny enough, Paul said to me about two years ago, we shouldn't be doing this on our own. We shouldn't yeah, really. I stopped. Yeah, and uh, like I've been out in the woods in the middle of the night, and I know Paul has another research he's have, and... Uh, yeah, I've done it recently. And you do get scared. You've got to think feet, um, danger is real, but fear is a choice. So mm-hmm. I, I try and put things at the back of my mind. But that morning I got there late. I got there just gone 8 o'clock. I, I was determined to get there sort of like 4 o'clock in the morning. And uh, usual scenario, uh, lamb goes off. I thought I'll have five minutes snows. That was it. Yeah, too late. 
So anyway, I got there and I was there. Uh, there's a new plantation next to these woods. Uh, the trees, I don't know, there's about five foot at the time, but there's long grass in between them. Uh, and you had to cut like through the new plantation to get into the old woods. Mm-hmm. And I was just going through the new plantation and something small on my right got up and ran. And I thought, oh, it's a fox. Within, I don't know, second, two seconds, something big got up and just ran. And I thought, immediately I thought it was a deer and it's full. So I crouched down, not to scare him anymore. I thought, oh, it might make a good photo, some, something to do that day, like something for the album. So I give it like 30 seconds, 20 seconds, whatever it was, and I slowly raised up and I couldn't see anything. I thought. So that's when I started cutting through the long grass. And when I cut through the long grass, I must have got in about, I don't know, about eight foot, ten foot. And it was the biggest pile of poo you could imagine. It's like two fists <laughs> and another one on top. A real meaty poo. I thought, bloody hell, what's made this like? So anyway, I continued on walking through the grass and I must have another, I don't know, two, three foot. And uh, part of the grass had all been flattened down about four foot mm-hmm. across. Oh, what has been here like? Then I thought, oh, stop being silly, call it. It'd be a twitcher. Somebody that's been bed watching, cut short. I've been cut short uh, over the years. And uh, I always carry a, a toilet roll in my me, in me backpack anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I thought, oh, stop being stupid, call. And that's when I come back out of there. And I wish I took a photograph of all that. And that's when I come back out there onto the trail. And I started going into the woods. And there's a stream running through the woods, and I was just as I was approaching it, I got this smell, and uh, I got the—is it the Os Osblo Oslo effect? You know, where everything just went quiet. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I was coming there, and I, I just noticed everything just went quiet, no beds, no noise, and I started getting this smell, and I thought, "Bloody heck, the stream's gone, uh, gone stagnant." And I come up to the stream, flowing through the lane. I thought, "What the hell? That smell is putrid." So I crossed the stream. And that's when I hear something down this edge coming real heavy. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, it's got to be the people who look after the woods. Uh, I shouts out like, it's uh, Colin Kilty, I've got permission to be here, blah, blah, blah. No no response. So I started walking a bit more than I could hear this walking. I stopped, it stopped. She shouts again, no response. I thought, who the heck is this? Mm-hmm. All the time, the hairs on my back and neck were standing up and I just felt very uneasy. So I got on all fours. I don't know if it was a good idea at the time, but I tried to look under the bracken to see if I could see any feet. I couldn't see anything. It was that thick. So I gets back up, starts walking. He starts walking. So I stops again. So I shouts, nothing. So I, thought, I continued on. And I'm thinking, shall I get out of here? Shall I get out of here? Anyway, as I'm walking up the track, this the bracken sort of like veered off to the right and it thinned out a bit. And that's when I started veering off into the woods. And I just glanced over, and there was this thing just stood there, and I just pooed. Literally. <laughs> I just knew I had to get out of there. And people said, "When do you get a photo? When do you get a photo?" But you just don't think at the time, do you? But this thing was huge, and it looked like it had muscle mass. Yeah. It was all hairy. I, I wouldn't even like to say it's high. It was. I'd say it was a six, maybe going on seven foot. It, it's, it's hard to yeah. tell. And I just. The paper says I ran, and I, I didn't. My dad was a, my dad was a shooter, and a, like a poacher, uh, and he's always put food on our table when we was growing up because we grew up outside of Winsley. So. Yeah, yeah. And he always taught me don't ever run. Yeah. Never. Yeah. 
So I was starting to walk really fast, like, but not run. Yeah, not, I didn't want anything to chase me. And I still was going that car. I got my key in and I go home and I said, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do that? Why didn't... But I don't know. Yeah, i never forget it. And I always kick myself, why didn't I do this? And uh, yeah, this thing was... Did you I see it as a dog, man. Even though I didn't yeah. get 100% look at it, it I just said it was a dog, man, on the smell. Yeah. What it was, I don't know. People say, oh, it's a kind of crazy, you know. Any expression in the face? I couldn't see any expression, no. I, All what I could was see the, is hair and just the fit. It just looked A muzzle so, or a, a flat? Like a flat. Yeah. It seemed flat, but yeah. it was trying to look through bracken at the same time. You could see parts of its body, yeah. and a bit of it was covered. And like I said, I just literally pulled. I wanted to get out of there. I, I need to get out of there. So it could have been um, a Bigfoot, actually, maybe. Yeah, somebody else said that. Yeah. Uh, but I said going on the the smell, that's the only reason. Yeah. That, and with something else getting up as well, something small running on all fours, which I thought was a fox. But... It's interesting that the first one you saw, did you see a muzzle on that one? Or um, a long muzzle on it? Uh, or a wolf-like leg? No, it was a short. But still but a muzzle. a quick glance, yeah. I didn't get many features. Yeah. The, one, the thing that on the first sighting, I kept looking at its ribs. I yeah. mean, it only lasted the, the first sighting, what, second and a half, two seconds? Yeah. It's Would surprising think- how much information you get, but you're still not long enough, is it? You get it, but it's it's in that flash of yeah. the shock as well. So it's sort of frozen in the experience in a way, isn't it? And That's I've it. experienced this a lot with people. It's um, Actually, the, the amount of times I've spoken to people and said, you know what? No, I didn't see the face somehow or i saw it but i didn't see its face you know if you're looking at somebody if you're not really looking at them just the outline of their face without detail um i wonder if that's a sort of a fear response in a way you know because if you make eye contact with the thing that's initiating the next step isn't it yeah that's it like the first one it was a quick glance the second one it was just it looks solemn but i don't i'm really sad to sad to say <laughs> there's the werewolf of Hull, right? There's old stinker. That's oh, the, the, the old stinker. That really annoys me because the old stinker actually comes from Flixton, and I can't remember the date now. It was sixteen something, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, they used to call it the old stinker because it smelled of sulphur. Uh-huh. So when this werewolf, which I've actually interviewed quite a few, well, not quite a few, but a few people, um, that's seen this thing in Hull. Uh, then the papers got hold of it, and this is oh, the old stinker. Somebody looked into it and found, you know, there's a werewolf called the old stinker. They mixed them together. For yeah, they have took the yeah. name on, which really does annoy me, to be honest, because yeah. it's actually the Flixton werewolf that is the old stinker. Okay, and the other one is the Beast of Barnston Drain. That's yeah, that's that's smart. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, I've I've conflated those two together several times in the past. But I think that's more of a, a geographical ignorance. Of course, it is. well, it is. Yeah. Um, you know, same as you, I suppose. You know, whether you're on the border of Surrey or Sussex, and you know, That's you just cross over in Indian the mm. next bit. Um, that one was interesting to me actually. I know it got a lot of newspaper chat, and there was you know, there was talk that the descriptions actually didn't match that much of a werewolf. But then there's this. There was a sighting. I don't know if you know the girl. Um, what's her name Emma. She had it in the East Riding Village of Halsham in the car. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she. Uh, yeah, but mm. if you look at, I don't want to go into details, but if you go and look into her story, that changes. It's like it really does it really. 
because it seems like a Bigfoot sighting to me, not with a human face. You know, yeah. But again, like you mentioned, I've heard different versions of that. Um, I have. Never directly from her. I've heard versions that have been passed around. And I'm wondering sometimes, is the version I now have, is that the... Well, I know somebody who spoke to her, but I contacted her and they said they'd be in touch, but they never did. So okay. I get that from a lot of weaknesses. And I'm yeah. sure, well, I know other people do, other researchers do, so... Or yeah. because essentially, you know, you, you're asking them to expose yeah. themselves. I, mm. I, everybody I talk to actually, I say, look, um, I'm basically going to report, uh, report your sighting anonymously unless you tell me otherwise. It's going to exactly. be anonymous. I might not even ex- stick the exact area in mm. if it sort of reveals you. And then people are more willing to come to me. And I've got the names, but then obviously it doesn't give it as much cred- credibility as you'd like because you can't. No. The juice names. Um, the, the way I've been talking about it recently, Collins, I've been calling it modern folklore, like folklore happening in real time, mm. you know, because essentially we've got no proof. And, uh, yeah. you know, we're talking about extraordinary things um, mm. that make us seem a bit mad. And um, and I always think about the witness in that case. Well, you know, if we, the guys who are into it, get a bit of flack and and seem a bit mad talking about it. How does some nat- normal person off the street who's seen something they can't unsee, how do they deal with that kind of attention? You know, once it goes public or you know, the, the star or one of these guys gets hold of it and spreads it everywhere. Yeah, it's, I mean, let's say to me, you know, uh, they don't exist. So I said, oh, well, you must have your proof. Well, no, I haven't got any proof. Well, you must have to say it doesn't exist. No, I've got no proof. So yeah. I said, what, what are you basing on? He says, nothing. Uh, I've had several conversations with loads of people because I've been called all sorts over the years. Same. And, uh, you know, I said, well, you haven't got proof. I ain't got proof. I'm trying to prove they do exist. And you're mm-hmm. saying they do it, but you won't. Yeah, so, I mean, I even offered a guy once. Uh, he had a go at me. Uh, I offered him to, I says, I'll tell you what. I says, come out with me one night. We'll go to a certain part of the woods, or woods that I know. I'll put you in the middle of the woods. I'll walk in with you. Leave you there for three hours. I'll go away. Come back after three hours. Pick you up. Take you out. And you'll tell me there's only foxes and rabbits about. And he denied. He said, no chance. So I said, I even offered to pay him. And he said, no. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> that's I mean, honest truth on that one. It really no, is. I believe that. I mean, as much as well, in his defense, as much as. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it, that's the challenge to. to to be undertaken, you know, your average guy is thinking, "Why do you want me in the woods for three hours?" Voice <laughs> like, you know, and you're going to pay me? Um, I've, I've, um, you know, well, I yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, um, but I mean, you've got to look through the years. Yeah. Like, look at the mountain gorillas in 1925. I mean, people oh, just yeah. says it was a legend until you know there was the just yeah, yeah. the camp. All um, that stuff. Uh, yeah, the builds platypus. Okay. You know, things like that. It's... The Okapi, the Komodo dragon. And yeah, you said that. that's what I mean. I get just, a, this goes on. A little sort of an update from some websites about new animals they're finding all the time. And sometimes it's stuff just like new frogs and toes and all yeah. different types yeah, of things. That's... But they found a couple of whales, new whales this year. Yeah. That they didn't know existed. Zed? Some in California. I mean, we're saying, how do, you, how do you miss a whale? Yeah. Well, you know, in California, <laughs> how do you, how do you pass that one exactly? I mean, how is that not noticed? 
um, I got a bunch of world watches out there, and it's just because you know the world's a bigger place than where you get your Google Earth on and you zoom in, in a couple of places. So people mm-hmm. say this about Britain, but it's too small to have anything like that. So it's, it's not small if you're on foot, so, yeah. and most of it's rural. And most of it's uninhabited, and there's no people walking off the path. You go into the country park, you go for a little hike. Not many wild campers about, really, going no. off off trail. Anything could be out there. There's tons of prey species. That's how those big cats are getting about. There's mostly at night. Yeah, I've there's seen no big lighting. Cats. I've seen yeah, I'm sure you have. And there's no lighting, and nobody around to see them. Yeah. But they're out there. I know they're out there. Yeah. But look at America, what is it, 7 million square miles? I might have that a bit wrong there, but yeah. it's a forest. And some of it has never been explored. No. It's, it's, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's in the realms, isn't it? No, I don't know if these things are flesh and blood, extraterrestrial, paranormal. I don't know. That's why I do what I do, Andy, really, to yeah. try and prove these things. Not just them. I've, I've investigated uh, Hollow Man, all sorts of weird sightings of people have had. Uh, yeah, I'm into all sorts of bits of things, really. It doesn't matter what it is. Do you go back into the history of them as well to look into the folklore to see if, okay, I've I have done on a few, uh, if, if there is any folklore in that area. Um, hmm. Trying to find some of the is had, but um, yeah, I do look. Um, I look at weather patterns. Yeah. Uh, the state of mind of the person that the witness has given me the story. Mm-hmm. I try and look for every angle that I can to try and yeah. explain this away. And when I can't, then I, I know it's, you know. Yeah. It's like I've been doing, um, I've looked into light and think that we only see 1% of the light spectrum, which is mm-hmm. hard to believe. Well, that's what scientists say. We only see 1%. So what don't we see? Mm-hmm. When, you, when you think of it like that, if we're only seeing one percent of the light spectrum, yeah, and most of us not even that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I try and look at every angle. Uh, like I say, weather patterns, where the moon was, everything. Uh, I think I it's important theory, but well, you know, it's important because essentially, um, I would say that I believe everybody who ever comes to me with a story, but don't necessarily publish it or follow it up because there's mitigating factors same as yourself yeah it's not for me to say if you've been brave enough to come see you've seen something it's not for me to say it's real or it wasn't real it's about the plausibility can i justify it mm. looking into the person a little bit can i is there any sort of form for yeah you know, any conditions that could cause uh attention seeking behavior that's yeah, a very that's common a, yeah. one mm. or even as i said you know having a mental health condition essentially even when where you, you have waking hallucinations, it's not, it doesn't exactly disqualify you no, from having a sighting. No, no. If the sighting is completely outside of what would be your normal mental health experience, mm. then that's also feasible for me. That's fine. Mm. But, you know, if you know you're suffering in a way, and that's an issue. Um, I, I you know, met some amazing people doing this, and I think the witnesses are very brave because I'm... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I live in an area full of, like, basically uh, accountants and barristers. And when we go to the school, you know, after meetings and all this stuff like that, I'm the guy who looks for Bigfoot. <laughs> the dad who looks for Bigfoot. Um, and so it's an interesting thing. So I know that, that feeling. And for a lot of people, if you're, and I made that choice. But for the witness, you didn't really have the choice to see or not see. No. You've just told a few people, maybe it got out, you're in the paper, and now you've got to wear it 
I always think that, you know. Yeah, that's it. That's true. I mean, a lot. Well, I mean, for, I think for everyone that do come forward, I think there's about another five out there that hasn't. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, I've had people thank me. Um, and I had a guy in Ornsey, uh, he had a sighting on the golf course. It was mm-hmm. starting to get dark. And he swears he saw, a, this is the first time I've ever been described as this, but he saw a Great Dane. He swears it was a Great Dane, two legs, walking walking down the golf course. Um, now, this guy's not on drugs. Uh, you know, I questioned him. You know, obviously, when I met him, he seemed a really family type of orientated guy, fantastic yeah, yeah. guy. And after he told me, he hugged me. He says, thank you. I says, what for? He says, I got it off my chest. He says, I told my family, told my friends, they all laughed, ridiculed me. So I've kept it to myself. And when I heard about you and contacted you, it took mm-hmm. me weeks, he says, a couple of weeks. But he says, now it's out, now I've told you, and I know you believe me, you know, I feel great. You know, it yeah. felt better. And I've had people thank me before, and I know other researchers, uh, you know, like Paul, um, Lee Solway, Leon Howarth, they all say the same thing, witnesses, they all say, mm. it's like a relief, isn't it, for them, I suppose. It's a relief and it's a confirmation and same same here. I believe the same thing. If you come to me, you believe guaranteed from the start. Whatever That's, happens yeah, from now on, and it's different. But as a respect for for coming with the science, yeah. you at least deserve that, you know. Of course, they do. Um, and for guys like us, you know, we want to find out about it. It's it's a gift. It's exciting. It's for me. Find out about it. <laughs> You know, I've been looking all around the world at this stuff recently. I sort of spread it out off to the piece of Britain. You know, I've been looking all around the world. And I, I think, you know, as British people, we look at our country, we underestimate a lot. If somebody tells us something's in Nepal and the Himalayas, or if something's in the forests of South America, or even if something is around the cities of Mexico, like the Duendes, yeah. we're like, yeah, possibly over there, far away from us, that, that can be real. But yeah. next to us, that can't be real. And it's a strange mindset to have. You know, we're willing to believe in the far away and you know, distant. That that's where all the magic is, <clears throat> so to speak. And um, that's what I used to think. That's like I say, that first thing. If you would have said that to me, I would have just laughed. I said, no, no, not in England. Yeah, yeah. over there. Yeah, not here. Yeah. But yeah, no, it is. Yeah, you're right. That's amazing. Uh, what about current expeditions? Anything going on at the moment? Any? Um, not really. I mean, with the COVID this year, it's put a real damper on. I did have plans to go. Well, I was going to up to Leeds. Uh, had an invitation up up near Scotland. Um, Liverpool, I think, I had one. Mm. But with COVID coming, it, it dampened. Um, well, I couldn't travel have, anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> put, yeah. Uh, I've done a, a YouTube channel. Uh, yeah disbanded my old one and put a new one on uh i've only put a couple of videos up but another couple of videos but i've had to take them down because the witnesses changed the man so i've had to take them down but um i'm off in the next week uh so i'm hoping to get another video done uh, i've got a few leads to follow i've just had three more witnesses come forward in the last three weeks uh, one was quite interesting actually in manchester uh happened in 1980 again and he swears this thing was wearing a red t-shirt and jeans ripped like the hulk you know like mm-hmm. when the hulk changes but it was a werewolf and it, it it ran in front of his house but where he lived in Manchester, there was a park uh with a pond and it ran sort of like down this alley towards the park and pond it was mm-hmm. late at night and uh, you know yeah i've heard these things 
I've had witnesses say he sure had a shirt on. Um, I know on these American times. researchers, yeah, yeah, they say, you know, this thing, this dogman had a, an earring. I don't like the word dogman, I prefer wolf people or. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this thing had a, an earring in, you know. So you know, are we going on the, the skinwalker type of stuff here? Yeah. So you know, and I've had a follow up of that for years. It's a long story, and I can't go into details because the guy actually who was actually investigating this um, killed himself. Mm-hmm. It got to him that much. It uh, killed himself, but I was trying to get him to talk to me uh, more. Uh, but he did found out a woman. He was well. He's actually stalking a woman, and I believe he thought that woman was a skinwalker. Mm. But now I won't know because he, he, unfortunately he's sadly gone. Um, he's, he's, you know, from this this world, which is a shame, really. Um, it gets you that bad. You have to do that type of thing. But um, well, it's, I mean, you wonder then has the paranoia sunk in and gained yes. got control of you or. You know, or you want to something that can make you seem, that can only make you seem paranoid, no matter what you do. Well, and, yeah, that's um, true. Let's hope that it's the latter, you know, not the former, you know. But um, Well, I've had somebody bring me up crying, uh, and yeah. Paul St. Clair's the same guy as well. He's had the same guy. Uh, you know, it got to him so much, he just, he says, yeah. why does the world know about this thing? Why can't we go to the news? Because nobody's going to believe you. And he's just bawling his eyes out all the time, like, so, mm. yeah, it got to him. Obviously, you can't mention names, obviously, Andy, but... No, so. it sounds like a, it's like a classic PTSD, essentially, yeah. isn't it? You know, you've seen something not only uh, that shouldn't exist, that has changed your concept mm. of the world, but it's left you with a sort of um, a post-traumatic stress disorder, and you can't tell anybody about it or getting validation, you've just got to live with it in a way it's I, i've heard this before this ptsd style um uh, effect that witnesses have had especially with dog band type things mm. because i think bigfoot is more popular you know if they see something like that it's shocking to them here in the uk and they might stay with them for a little while if it wasn't such a close encounter intimidating encounter perhaps yeah. but if it's a, something like a big wolf-faced muscly terrifying creature <laughs> you're gonna be like you were you know you're gonna be dreaming about that for a little while that's for sure <laughs> and um you, you know you'd be you'd be lucky to to shake it off and if you don't well then you know there's pluses you could become an investigator and um you know spend your life doing that i i love it i think it's a lot of fun it uh, awesome. mostly it's fun and um at the very very least even when we find nothing we get a good walk out of it yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's, it's, well, you've got to be up there to see, and it's like the lottery. They say you've got to be in it to win it. So, but I always yeah. say, yeah, you've got to be up there to see it. But there again, I could go up there for the next twenty years and not see a thing. My next door neighbour could just walk out the same patch where I've been and having an encounter with something that he can't explain. But that's the way it goes, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. I tell you, when I first went up to, to Loch Ness, because um, there was a big sort of lake monster guy for so long before he started yeah. going into the others. And uh, my wife was very nice. We had like a belated honeymoon there at the Loch Ness Lodge. It's like this like cool. lovely five-star hotel on the, you know, over the, the loch near um, Drumnadrochit. Anyway, so this hotel's all right. And we go out in the loch and we're in the dining room. You can see that, you know, the, the loch, the, the window there. 
Didn't see anything, of course. I've been there three times since, never seen a thing. Um, and all these different lakes, Lake Champlain, never seen a thing, never seen a crypto, never had an experience, nothing. You know, um, so I'm not one of these witnesses that is taken hold of. I've, I'm yet to be in that position. Anyway, so two years after um, the Loch Ness Lodge, nine people report seeing it, a big hump, really? swim around in front of the window for sort of nine minutes um, from that, that dining room. And I said, <laughs> well, that's that's the sun's line. It that's the right there. I, was I, I believe uh, <laughs> I was reading scientists have found out in like Lake Champagne and and Loch Ness and all the others, Pogo and all like that, all them lakes that they have these sightings. They found high concentration of quartz. Oh, really? No, compared to other lakes. Oh. Now, if this one science says it scientist says if, if it's got a connection he's not sure he says maybe it's a portal i don't know if he was joking as he was saying that i don't know but it was it was very interesting i thought that's interesting i tell you what i would think about the portholes oh that um uh, you know other dimensional sort of explanations but i always wonder if as humans us not being able to find something makes us sort of be wow you know it's because it's jumping through the pool that's why i can't find it it's not me. It's <laughs> Could the be portal. Right. Yeah. You know? um, it couldn't be that I can't possibly find it. <laughs> I just wonder if that's like a human thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it must have jumped because it's not me. I'm a great tracker, you know. Um, I just wonder about it. You know, that human oh. side of things. Is that our explanation for stuff we just... I've thought of that. I mean, I'm open-minded. Oh, so yeah. If you says this thing comes on a unicycle uh, yeah. once every fortnight from Mars. Yeah, if you've got the evidence, I'll go with that. Exactly. You know Get I mean? the camera it's, pointed uh, at the at the spot, yeah. But yeah, portals, yeah, it's a very interesting theory. It, it, it's an interesting theory, I think, but I, I worry about it. I worry about it because essentially it, it takes the burden of proof off of us because you can't prove it, we can't yeah. find it. We kind of we just kind of say well like ghosts or something i know there's lots of stuff they can do to record ghosts now or, or what are supposed to be ghosts it's a big business, i watched all ghost, those shows ghost, ghost hunting it's big business it's a huge business and yeah, it's got more popular i think by the looks of it as far as i can see all you got to do is turn the lights off and just look really scared <laughs> in the basement and it gets the it gets the viewers doesn't it yeah that's it, does. it. Just be bricking it in the uh, basement. Yeah, I've watched stuff. a few and I think I'm sure he's faking it. But, uh, but anyway, that's my opinion. But uh. I, I like them. And I know some of the people who did these shows, but um, I don't get it. Like, especially the American ones. They say, oh, we're here at this house. And um, uh, it goes back to 1912. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm not in a new house. My house is built in like 1866. <laughs> you know? Like, and that's not even old. Yeah. <laughs> 1912. Yeah. That's not like a good time for someone to die. At least not more than one person. <laughs> it's just interesting. It's interesting, and I wonder. Yeah, you know, this shows are great. I think it's it's great because it brings interest, and people get into things like cryptozoology shows too. Mm. I don't look at them. I'm not expecting uh, if they can get as much science and fact as possible. That's great. But I understand somebody's got to watch it as well. It's got to be watchable. Yeah. With you trolling around, that's not interesting. Nobody wants us to look at us like examining a bit of brush for half an hour nonstop. <laughs> it's not interesting. They need a couple of, you know, sound bites and 
exciting chases. Yeah, that's that's where the, the excitement is. And that's where that's what people want to see in it. Well, the general yeah. public. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, you want to uh, film with me sitting next to the lock for like eight hours staring at one spot. <laughs> sandwiches in a flask. It's not interesting. Well, it's not interesting, but you're still doing research. It doesn't matter if you're doing yeah. 10 minutes or three hours a week. You know, it doesn't matter, does it? You're doing something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Look, um, I, I, I'll probably pop off. We'll leave it there, but I really enjoyed it. I wanted to catch up with you. Just let um, everybody know about YouTube channel, Facebook page, anywhere where they can find you and get involved um you can contact me on facebook if you want colin kilty or you can go on uh, youtube the dark 66 uh-huh. um i've got an email uh, it's the dark 66 which is uh uppercase at and this is lowercase gmx co.uk um awesome but, yeah but best maybe facebook i get a lot through facebook to be honest um, it seems to be um, really, I don't, know, I don't know how to put it, really enthusiastic that seem to email me, really. That's great. That's great. Yeah, yeah. But get involved. Tell, keep calling your, your sightings. Get yes, telling everything. Yeah, I've, yeah. Um, I, I don't matter how strange it may sound, it's it's gold dust to me. Yeah. So if, even if it, it makes no sense to you, make it make sense to me or anybody, any others like so. Yeah, please get in touch. Get in touch and let them know. And uh, yeah, let's get you know, let's get a, a bigger picture of of all those shy witnesses. You can be anonymous. Right, yeah, you can be anonymous. You know, get in touch and, and let us know if if you've had anything similar in those mm. areas. Oh yes, please. Yeah, yes, yes. Colin, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for inviting me, and it's uh, it's been a pleasure actually. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's been awesome. Awesome. Okay, bye bye.